0: I think the other thing that is so fun is that you can have your higher level athletes, you can have ages that can range from like, what, 18 to 80, all working out at the same time and all cheering each other on and laughing and having fun.
1: What's up, everybody? I'm Chris Davis here with my wife, Megan Davis, and we are your hosts for the My Blank Fitness Journey podcast. During this podcast, we will reveal the secrets that we have used to help our community become more healthy, fit, and confident, and also hear from some amazing people in our community as they fill in the blank and tell us about their fitness journey. Listen in and be ready to be inspired by our guests who just like you are superheroes as we dive into their origin story. Hey guys, welcome to episode five of my blank fitness journey podcast. Uh, I know you're probably expecting Megan to be here too. It's just me and Jen today. So we're going to be just talking through her journey. Um, Megan has chosen to get pink eye, which she won't listen to this until the episode airs. So she's going to be mad that I said it, but Hey, it's okay. Um, So we're dealing with some sickness in my house, but um, it's all good. We got Murph tomorrow, um, which we've been talking about for weeks and weeks, which the gym is buzzing with excitement and nerves and all kinds of things. Um, I think there's a lot of people that haven't ever done Murph that are at the gym. And so they're nervous or scared. There's people that are excited. Um, it's going to be a wild ride. So I think we'll probably have, I don't know, close to 200 people doing it tomorrow and on Monday. So, it's it's always a, a great experience for us to reflect, to um, memorialize, and to suffer together. Um, and it, it's just a really amazing thing to be able to do with our gym fam and with um, their friends and family that they bring along too. So, um, yeah, that's all we've got going on today. I'm really excited. We've got Miss Jen Hinkle on the podcast with me. Um, we're just going to be kind of chatting through Her fitness journey. She's a spectacular athlete, a spectacular woman and mother and wife. She runs in all kinds of different directions. Um, We were just talking through before we hit record, we were just talking through her awesome daughter who's getting ready to um, crush it as a swimmer in college. So anyways, before we get too far, Jen, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. So I appreciate you being on. And um, like we talked about, we'll just keep this like a conversation with friends. So um, I guess in order to get everybody else caught up to speed on you, and I know that you have a long history as an athlete, I guess. So let's start with how would you fill in the blank of my blank fitness journey? So what what one word describes your fitness journey as a... succinctly as possible in one word I guess
0: I chose evolving
1: okay now uh, let's dive uh, in
0: yeah so the reason why I chose it you mean mm-hmm. uh, I chose it because like you said I've done a lot of things since I've been a kid I've been always active um, but this is different it's fun it's changing every day changes every day evolves things that I didn't think were possible or possible like you said age isn't you can't use that one Well, I don't use that one anymore. Like, okay, well, I just see what the body will do and listen to it every day and listen to what you guys teach me. And every day is a blessing. Every day is a surprise. Every day is, I can't believe I just did something. And then there's some days like, oh, it's not happening today. Okay. (laughs) And I move forward.
1: Yeah. And I think that's one of the things I appreciate about you the most, Jen, is that you're willing to listen to your body. You're willing to listen to your coaches and know like, yeah, some days today is a great example. Like we did this API test. We by by we, I mean, Jen. Jen did the API test, which is one of the most just brutal, brutal, brutal tests that we do um, 15 minutes of work. That's just, it's really hard. And it takes a lot of mental fortitude and Jen crushed it today. She leveled up. How many levels did you go up?
0: Just one. Okay.
1: Just one.
0: It was the second time I was able to do it the way you have to do it. Right. And like I actually can do the jumping. And so that's not been, I don't think that's even been a year that I've been able to actually do the box jump. So,
1: yeah, that's huge. So, uh, the workout was wall balls and um hang cleans and box jumps and push press and burpees, um, which sounds terrible and it is. <laughs> but um yeah, Jen, I, I watched her from the, across the room while I was working with a couple of my other folks and you stayed laser focused. Like there was no like I saw you with the barbell for push press, right? And yeah. like rep four or five. I was like, Oh, that's starting to burn her. I can see it. She's slowing down, but you never stopped. You kept going. It was, it was really fun to see. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I guess before CrossFit, tell us a little bit about your athletic history. Like what's your fitness journey been like up to now?
0: So probably since th- when I was a little kid and I, I guess I thought I could breathe under the water and my mom pulled me from the bottom of the pool. That's the only place I ever wanted to be growing up. So so That actually happened? That actually happened.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: I don't, and I might be exaggerating a bit, but yeah, I got pulled off the bottom of the pool when I was really little. I didn't get, wow. you know, I wasn't sick or hurt or drowning sure. or anything, but like, I guess I thought I could go down there. and under the water has always just been this safe haven, and I go under the water, and the world disappears, and it's just a really cool place to be. Um, So anyway, I swam most of my life and ran, Um, and then in college, I got introduced to triathlons and kind of post-college, did that for a long time, Um, got competitive in it, got introduced to it. I thought it was the craziest thing I ever saw, and the next thing I know, the next year, I met Ironman. (laughs) or I'm doing it in in Ironman. So it kind of like, it just kind of grew on you. And it was a kind of like CrossFit, this family of friends and people that grow, you know, together. So it was a journey with a group of people at the time. Um, And I, and it also became a a way for me, an exercise always has been a way that helps me focus. I kind of grew up in a a mindset of you take care of your body and your mind every day, Mm. things work itself out. So it was always a way that I could maintain my physical, emotional and mental well-being. And when I was in PT school and working, it it helped me stay level and be able to focus when I needed to focus. And when I couldn't focus, I went and I found something else to do. Um, So did that and kind of competed on the national and world level triathlons. And then I got married and started having the kids and did a little bit, but you know, life just got busy and everybody else took priority. And I just kind of stayed active and healthy, but there really was no purpose for anything other than being active and healthy enough that I could keep up with my, with my family. And then, um, I guess As the kids got older and I got a little bit older and all of a sudden I'm getting a little injuries or I'm my knee tweaks as I'm just tying somebody's shoe at work. Like, okay, enough is enough. And I had taken my daughter, who's the swimmer in to see Chris to try to work on trying to get stronger. And then I think one day you and I looked at each other and I think the light bulb went on like, okay, you know who really wants to be here? It's me. Then we started foundations and it kind of it kind of grew from there. So, and I don't, never really left. It just has given me that challenge. And it's, I think I've heard from other coaches that um, if you've been an athlete, CrossFit is a really nice fit because it gives you that some of the competitiveness that sports do in a different environment, but you continually are able to challenge yourself, but still kind of be with this group of people that have the same mindset coming from
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I, like I've seen a ton of post mm-hmm. uh, high school, collegiate, even professional athletes that find CrossFit as that ability to come in and you know we have we have one guy who you know basically worked out for a living as a pro athlete and at first he's like I don't I don't want to come in here and you know get yelled at to work out all the time, but really what he's enjoying is now that he can work out on his own schedule and still have that camaraderie, like you're talking about the yeah. community. So that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> you're a physical therapist, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. And this is just a, a sidebar, but I'm a PT, Jen's a PT, Stephanie's a PT, Melissa's a PT. We like, we have a bunch of physical therapists on either on staff or as members, that are doing and have continued to do CrossFit. So if there's this will be an entire another episode. But if you're worried about CrossFit being this like super injury thing that you know hurts everybody, it's all about how you approach working out. And like Jen said, you're you're honestly just as likely to get hurt bending down and tying somebody else's shoe as you are to you know doing pull ups or lifting weights if you're doing it correctly. So yeah. Um, all right. So I guess, you know, that's a, that's something we could kind of talk about is, you know, as a physical therapist, how has your experience been working out at Triforce? You
0: know, I think that's one of the things I really, really like and appreciate. Um, every, uh, all the, the coaching, everybody comes from different walks of life, but at the same time, like you, you bring in some of the coaches that have the PT background and they explain things differently. And sometimes that aha moment happens with an athlete like, oh, that's why this movement gets easier. Or they understand why their body's moving or why you should do it a certain way so you don't get hurt. So and and there's ways to modify everything. So from a PT's perspective and for myself, I'm able to like look at any of our workouts and realize like, oh, well, I need to modify that. And but then other things that I've always been afraid to try, like deadlifts. I was terrified. I had ACL surgeries on both my knees and it was a hamstring procedure and they have been weak. So I always thought I couldn't do those things. And actually the deadlifts are making my pelvis more stable and everything else gets stronger and I don't get sore no matter how heavy we go. Cause I either can do it or I can't do it, but I, I actually can be going heavier and I'm becoming more stable. And it feels really, really awesome. And the coaching has helped with that. So I think the diversity of the coaching, whether we come from a PT background or the PTs that are in the gym that are also influencing the coaches as they grow and develop as coaches and the athletes as they do, it it has a a really great impact. And like you said, it's sometimes I used to hear like, oh, CrossFit, you're going to get hurt. And that's so far from the truth of what I've been exposed to and what I've seen. Because everybody's starting their journey from where they're starting. And every day is a piece of that puzzle as it moves forward and the growth of that athlete and that person. And like, you know, like movements, like, well, you can't do it if you don't have the mobility. You have to have mobility and stability to be able to move forward. So if you can't get there, you you shouldn't try it yet. You have to modify and do that exercise another way until you get to that point that you can do the exercise that you're wanting to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that's a good point. And, um, you know, I've seen a lot of CrossFit gyms that allow, I've seen a lot of gyms period, right? So like CrossFit aside, there's a lot of bad coaches. There's a lot of bad trainers, unfortunately that don't do a good job of watching their athletes. Um, I think an easy example is kipping pull-ups, right? So we have a very, um, regimented, very procedural approach to making sure that people stay safe with their pull-ups and kipping pull-ups are fine on your shoulders. As long as you've demonstrated that you have the stability and strength to do strict pull-ups, but a lot of people just want to do pull-ups. So they start kipping and then it's a little ouchy and then it's a little bit more ouchy and then they have to quit because they tore the rotator cuff or they did something, you know, they have impingement that they can't get rid of. So, um, you know, pull-ups is the example that comes to mind for you right like i think when we started you're like i don't know if i can hang on the bar you know and then just slowly but surely because so tell us a little bit about your shoulder injury and how it's gone
0: uh, probably i think it was in 2015 or 16 i had multiple injuries in my right shoulder there was labral tears there were rotator cuff tears they the bicep tendon there was just so many things in there a huge surgery um, and I lost so much strength in upper body, um, muscle during the recovery time. Um, I got somewhat stronger, but still like, I remember going to the doctor, one of my last appointments, like, will I ever be able to do monkey bars again? Will I ever? cause I used to love hanging and pulling and doing all that stuff. And they just kind of looked at me like, well, why?
1: Right.
0: And so I kind of like, well, I don't know, maybe I guess I'll never do that. It's not going to be safe to hang because I could tear it again. And I didn't want that to happen. And it's just been little by little that I've been able to get the mobility. I remember way back re-teaching us about overhead squats. I couldn't put the bar in the right position to hold a bar over my head. So of course you can't move because your back and your shoulders, everything has to be in a certain way. So it, it took time And I remember you showing me what a kipping pull up was and you you told me you may never be able to do that with that shoulder, but let's see where you get to, but you've, you know, you've never put limitations. You just say, this is where we are.
1: Right. And so
0: let's see where it goes.
1: So where are you now?
0: Learning kips. I can't yeah. do them yet. I call them wiggle worms. <laughs> wiggle
1: worms. Yeah. It's, it's, I,
0: I can do the the swing where you do the hollow hold and the Superman. I can, I can actually feel what it's supposed to feel like. It's motor, more of the motor coordination of it, but sure. the pull-ups the other day, I think last week I did 10 in a row. That's And I've never, done, I've never done that before. So, and now I can do more repeated four, sometimes five in a row, which at one point it had gotten up to where I could do just five. So it's, that's come a long, a long way. I still get sore, but not, not in a bad way. It's, it's all muscle soreness that needs to stretch the the shoulders, loosen up. And every day I'm amazed at what they can do and they don't hurt. I used to hurt sometimes sleeping before and and they never hurt. It just feels a little tight and then I stretch and they feel good.
1: That's great. And, you know, you're one of the, uh, star students who does the extra credit every day like you spend the time after class not just cooling down but stretching and doing mobility and doing the extra credit and like doing the extra things that it takes to have longevity i think a lot of times it's easy for people myself included to want to just get the gym do the lift do the workout and then like scoot on to the next thing but you are an incredibly disciplined person from start to finish to make sure that everything goes well. Um, yeah. yeah. How do you, I guess, how do you feel like that's played into your success so far?
0: It's huge. Cause I, I can't go in and just do it. I mean, I have to get up and move around in my house a little bit before I get to the gym and then take the rollout. I, I may miss a little bit of everybody else's warm up at all or I'll extend it longer than everybody else, but I have to do certain movements and stretching and sometimes in the as we're doing our first strength component, I'll have to go back and do a little bit more stretching and take my time because it's just not there yet. But when it loosens up, the body feels it. So I just really listen. I have to, I just really, really encourage everybody. You got to listen to your body. If you try to push through something when you're not either warmed up or it's you're tired, it's, that's not going to end well.
1: <laughs> right. And so you know, you use the word evolving for your fitness journey. Uh, I mean, I imagine when you were a kid, it was jump into the pool and go, like you probably didn't have to sit here and warm up quite as much as you do now, Um, Mm -hmm. even moving into triathlons probably, but then you've probably felt the need to do that. And as you've gotten Mm -hmm. wiser, (laughs) um, you know, you've taken the time to do the things that it takes. And that's the evolving towards longevity which is great
0: i have to really work at it yeah. so the other really amazing part of being stronger is i still love swimming and i go in i don't swim all the time i'm strong enough to still have fun i'm a, you know the the endurance piece in the water takes a little bit but I, I can get in and i can swim all the strokes i can i can do what i want to do and and the mobility's there in the water and it that's a it's a really fun feeling to know you know to be able to still go back in and do it the way I like to do it. Because sometimes when we stop sports, you stop it because it's not fun anymore or you can't do it the way you wanted to do it. I mean, I can't race the way I used to race, but I still can enjoy going for a run when I want to go for a run or getting on a bike and riding and getting in the pool and swimming and know I'm not going to be hurt, you know?
1: That's huge.
0: Which, and which, is, which is, I guess, part of the, cross, the CrossFit. The, it, it moves into any fitness, which is really, really true. And it yes.
1: Works. Yeah. that's It's pretty cool how functional CrossFit is. And uh, that's the whole goal of CrossFit typically is not to get good at CrossFit, but to be able to do regular life without pain, without worrying about getting tired. You know, we talk about I've got lots of people that want to be able to chase their kids or take their dog on a walk or swim or go for a bike ride, jump into a triathlon, um, you know, enjoy everyday life without feeling fatigued, like 95% of Americans do whenever they're active for five minutes, you know? So, uh, that's a really good point, Jen. What is your real life superpower?
0: <laughs> I've had to think about that one for a little bit. Um, I'm tenacious,
1: tenacious,
0: so, uh, very tenacious persons. And I have like, I guess you kind of saw it this morning a little bit, the engine that just keeps going. So my my engine, I like to empower myself and I like to in, empower other people. Like uh, when I'm working, that's the best feeling ever to empower somebody else that is scared to death about their mobility and watch them re-empower themselves of like oh i can still do that maybe i have to do it differently but i can do that so um
1: that's know. that's great yeah and we see that at the gym like you're cheering other people on like you're i think that without you maybe even knowing it there's a lot of people that look to you and say okay jen's still going i gotta keep going Like <laughs> not, not out of like not yeah. wanting to d- disappoint you but there no. is there is yeah. this well, feeling of I mean, I, I, I don't know, let's, let's keep going as a team, you know, yeah. so that's, that's awesome. Tenacity.
0: We do. That's a big piece of it. And, you know, when you're there with that group of people, you know, you look at other people, like even this morning, I wasn't planning on the API. It was Gina's oh. birthday and Gina said, I'm like, oh, Gina's always saying, if I don't try it, I'm not going to get better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. And so I'm you like, walked in not thinking it. you were going to do that workout and you jumped in?
0: Uh-uh. I, I promised oh, myself, man. get up. You can do the 10 pound ball. You can do the workout just to show up. Mm-hmm. And then, but you're, you, you feel so amazing after you do something that's hard or challenging, no matter whatever, however it ends, it's, there's still this amazing feeling you have once you recover yeah, <laughs> right. you again, then you're like, wow, <laughs> I just did that. That was really hard. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And maybe you've seen a few times where maybe you do this test today, you give it all you got, but you don't improve. Um, you know, I guess tell me a little bit about,
0: I didn't expect to. Okay. I didn't expect to at all.
1: How does it impact your outlook whenever you give full effort, but don't get, like, don't hit the achievement that you're shooting for.
0: Um, sometimes I have to look at the reason why that day, you know, Like a few weeks ago, I think it was after throwback throwdown, you know, we were able to do, um, power clean and a squat and a weight that I had never done. So the next week I'm like, Oh, I should be able to do this. Mm -hmm. I think it was like 25 pounds less. I couldn't hardly do but it was that day. So I was like, okay, well, it's, it's silly to force something that your body's not going to do it. It'll happen another day, but obviously you're tired. You know, more tired than you you want to think you are. So I, I try not to take you know to to get frustrated with it too much. More just like, okay, this is today. It's it doesn't define me. It's not forever. This is today, and let's work on let's focus on form. If I can't do something that's harder, let's bring it, make it easier, and let's focus on learning the form a little bit better.
1: And yeah, that's huge. Um There's. There's certainly this mindset, I think, when people get going, that progress is going to be completely linear. And that's just not the way that our human physiology works. Like maybe in a video game or on the computer, like everything is very, you know, this input plus this input gives you this output. But there's so many inputs, like you're talking about, like,
0: okay. Yeah. Were you just traveling that weekend before? Were you in the car for eight hours? You know, did, were you on a flight home from someplace? It takes a couple of days, you know, did you not sleep? Are you stressed out? Did, you know, did you have, did you have a big meeting yesterday or later? Or I mean, so yeah, all those factors are huge and and you can't just, you have, you have to remember that.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. A hundred percent. So I guess, how would you, how would you encourage somebody that's been working out, but maybe they're hitting a plateau or they feel like, Hey, it's been a couple of workouts and they're, they're not going quite the way that I want them to. Um, what would your encouragement to them be?
0: Maybe just a little bit of reflection on, on your life is how's your nutrition been? What's your stress level? Like what's your sleep? Like, um, are you overtrained Are you just exhausted and you need a couple of days off? You know, the rest is huge. If you're just frustrated and you're tired, maybe it's mental and physical. So there's multiple components. Um, And being frustrated doesn't help. So it's kind of being more honest with yourself, looking at what's the situation, you know, and what's going on in your life. Yeah. I think we think go to the gym, it's fine. But the rest of your life has a huge impact on what you can do some it's a good distraction but at the same time stress is stress so
1: i agree and i think that we add stress which only makes it worse like if we have a bad workout or two and then we like get frustrated and we get mad and then we stress about the next time we go to the gym and then like very hormonal like not just Not just psychological effects, but there's Mm -hmm. true hormonal cascades that occur whenever we have this negative Mm -hmm. stress in our lives that we're, for whatever reason, putting on ourselves, it's going to continue the downward trend in our performance. Mm -hmm. So I think it's great. What you're saying is to take a minute to reflect what's Mm -hmm. going on in my entire life that could be affecting this Mm -hmm. and remembering that this isn't my entire life. I think that's what you're getting at is workout, working out's a piece, right? It's fun. It's enjoyable, but it's just a piece of who you are. It right. isn't who you are. Right now. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I, Jen, tell me about one of your favorite memories at Triforce so far. Well, before that, I guess, how long have you been a member at Triforce?
0: Uh, I think I finished foundations right as COVID hit. Cause I think as soon as I finished, yeah. so that was, 19?
1: 2020. Yeah. Uh, like March, 2020. So, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah. So oh. you're like a little bit over two years in. Yeah, so, years, yeah. so what's one of your favorite memories so far at Triforce?
0: So a couple of them from before we moved to this location, when we were over in the Plenty area, probably when Daniel and Justin were trying to teach me how to Learned what double unders were. Okay. Like what the ropes are, what sizes they need to be and how you have to hold it and jump. And this, this. it was just a blast. So yeah. That, yeah. That was really fun with those guys. Awesome. Um, and another memory with Justin over there, of like, I do not know why the heck we were doing them, but we were doing like this insane amount of burpees. And I'm, I can't remember what, there was a purpose, but it was, and only Justin and I, and I, only the two of us would probably think that would be fun. <laughs> cause he's just as nutsy as I am when it comes to that kind of stuff. But, um, so those were those two. And then Gina getting me to do a box jump. Yeah. She's, she put it was at the end of the workout one morning and I'm like, you know, what? I think I can do that. She's like, of course you can do that. So she had the soft box and she's like, you need to get out of your head, step up to that thing, swing your arms and jump up. And it took me a time or two and then I just did it. And the next thing I know I'm on top of the box and it was crazy so yeah that was like she said get out of your head just step up there and go so
1: that's that's super cool
0: that that was really fun and that was a huge goal for about a year and a half maybe forever I didn't think I'd ever be able to do a box jump I still won't do it on the wood yet but
1: it's okay that's okay (laughs) they Uh, they go (laughs) I think the soft boxes are harder to jump on anyway so you know you're getting better by doing it um, those things are all go back to what you were talking about before, about like being empowered, you know, like practicing something like a double under jump rope that you've never maybe even seen before today. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get this thing. And then you do it or mm-hmm. you're jumping onto the box. That's just those, when you have something like that, it's amazing how it just like lurks in the background. Like you walk by the boxes every day and be like, Hmm. can't do that yet. Or like, "Mm, I'm going to be able to do that one day. And that's like, I'm doing that today. And then Gina put it in front of you and you knocked it out. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. So that was fun. Great job. Um, okay. So my, I guess last question for you before we hop off is, uh, so, you've done physical therapy at Triforce. Um, you've been involved in nutrition. You've been involved in, um, you know, the group classes, everything is for somebody that is unsure, like, Hey, I don't know if Triforce is going to be right for me or, you know, they're kind of on the fence. Can I do CrossFit? Um, what piece of advice would you give for them?
0: Um, CrossFit can be for anybody. I don't don't care what level your fitness are. I've observed all ages coming into the gym. We've got uh, um, a mom that's working with us now. And she's got a smile on her face every single time she's there. And I'm watching her grow and learn. And she didn't even know how to do anything. don't. I don't know what her fitness journey was before then. But it's like this person has, she has a smile on her face no matter how hard it is. And no matter what it is, and always wanting to learn like, well, what is that? How is that? So um, anybody can do it. And we have all the tools at the gym. Like you said, we've got the nutrition. If you don't know the things that you need to do of how to eat or how to change eating, healthy eating habits, um, or just making modifications, it's a continual journey with that. Everybody does. Everybody needs to. I know I'm always doing that and we're, that conversation is always going on of understanding about diet and um, having, it, having a therapist at the gym if you need it, rather than wait for an injury to get excessive. If there's something that doesn't feel right or working right, we have, we have her there, which is amazing. So it's been super helpful. Um, so I, I haven't really seen anybody that can't. Because the, the purpose at the gym and the way the, the sports introduced is it's it's a modification at the level method, you know, like you, and that's the coolest thing, too, with all the different colors. And what is it? Crystal and I talk about the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a few areas of your weaknesses that are there, but sure. it but it is it's a per, progression. It does. You start where you're starting. And it's and there's always something you can do.
1: Yeah, that's great. So being okay with coming in wherever your level is and knowing that there is progress to be made, that's, yeah. that's great.
0: I think the other thing that is so fun is that you can have your higher level athletes. You can have ages that can range from like what, 18 to 80, all working out at the same time and all cheering each other on and laughing and having fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. The diversity (laughs) is amazing. uh,
0: Yeah, that is, that is really fun.
1: Jen, the, uh, I, I think one of the best things about, like, it always puts a smile on my face whenever you're at the gym, because you are having a good time, no matter how hard the workout is. I know that you're going to laugh and smile afterwards. Like you're not Some people come to the gym because it feels like a chore. Like I can tell that for you, it's a joy. And so it makes everyone else more joyful, especially at 630 in the morning when we all want to be asleep still, right?
0: Like I said, I just get up and get there because I feel so much better all day.
1: That's great. Well, Jen, uh, thanks so much for coming on. I think that this is going to be really fun for people to see what it's like to have an evolving CrossFit or an evolving fitness journey where, um, you know, you were an athlete before and you're continuing to be an athlete. It just looks a little bit different now. So thanks for coming on.
0: You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening to this episode of my blank fitness journey podcast. If this story inspired you, make sure that you like and subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're using. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can check us out at triforcecrossfit.com. Just send us a message and we'd love to help you see you guys soon on the next episode.